Hello, I'm Alison Larkin, writer, comedian, narrator, and host of The Jane Austen Podcast. Join me as we embark on a journey through Austen's timeless stories, starting with Pride and Prejudice. The Jane Austen Podcast with Alison Larkin is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. And let's talk about what lessons have found. Hey, Les Hangout listeners, and welcome back to our hiatus feed drops. I hope you've been loving the episodes we've been sharing with all of you. This is our final feed drop before we come back next Monday, August 15th. We cannot wait to be back in your ears again for season six. We have a lot of awesome things coming up. But today we wanted to share with you an episode from Sleepover Cinema. Sleepover Cinema is hosted by Hannah and Audrey. We had Hannah come on the show to do a should have been gay for Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. It was amazing. And this particular episode of Sleepover Cinema that we're going to be sharing with you today is all about Cadet Kelly. Um, I know we have a lot of Cadet Kelly fans here. We had a great should have been gay on it. And I can't wait for you to hear what Hannah and Audrey have to say about it. So here's their episode. Welcome to Sleepover Cinema, where we analyze the films that created the collective unconscious of those who totally ship Kelly and Jennifer. I'm Hannah Leach. And I'm Audrey Leach. We are the sister filmmaking duo, also known as Two Pink Pictures, and we have not stopped thinking about these movies since we first saw them. We're going to explore the good, the bad, and the nonsensical of the movies that first inspired our love for film in an attempt to answer the question... Are these movies actually good? And at the end of the day, do we really care if they are? Today, we are talking about 2002's Cadet Kelly. She was a teenage fashion queen. What do you think? I like it. It's very bridal. Until her family moved her out of the city. Military school? I'm not going. And into a uniform. Now, if she wants to fit in, she'll have to get her hands a little dirty. Oh, did you break a nail? Hilary Duff and Christy Carlson Romano. <laughs> Cadet Kelly. So, before we just get right on into Miss Cadet Kelly, yes. we got to do our hot take of the week. Yes, we do. And this week it is coming from Emma who we have collabed with on the Devil oh, yeah. Wears Prada mm-hmm. episode. Here's the question. Okay. We're really just getting right into it. Not even doing like a hello, guys, <laughs> like know. an acknowledgement of the people at home. Okay, I'm ready. They're ready. No, I think we're ready. Just <laughs> as a society, <laughs> okay. as the listeners of this podcast, you know what's up. Why <laughs> the, fi- the niceties? Yeah. You huh. listen to this to listen to us talk to each other, not for us to awkwardly monologue at you. Yeah, like, you know what's up. Okay, right. hot take of the week, pink razor or sidekick? So it's funny because it's pink razor or sidekick. I, I feel like it should be pink razor or pink sidekick. Yeah. So maybe we can amend it to that. <laughs> yeah. And do you know what a sidekick so, looks like? Yes. I think I know what a sidekick looks like. Yeah. So may I? 
speak first yeah on the topic. okay i'm asking you the question oh, okay so the first thing i think of when i think of both of these things is like pink razor now people that i knew back in the day had razors but i didn't really yeah. know anyone who had a sidekick because in my mind it was like only something that like pop adults. stars had yeah it was it was like real adults or like celebrities yes like i remember reading a book like a ya book in elementary school that like the girl having a sidekick was like a big plot point so i have to say pink razor due to just the fact Exposure. that i've had experiences with yeah. the razor yeah and also like the pink razor you can flip you know flip yes. open and close yes. like that you know what the algorithm is slowly pushing on me hmm. that new smartphone that like bends in the middle yeah are you getting that too i did maybe a few months ago I'm getting it hard. Not recently. Yeah. And I'm, I am targetable. I hate that about myself, but I really am. I understand. I mean, it's basically just completely based on nostalgia, which I yes. get. I mean, look at I us. I mean, it's like, what? Look at us. Why would you, I guess it could fit in your pocket easier. I don't it know. It looks cool. Yeah, but it just looks like it's going to break. I know. Isn't it? Yeah, but when I watched the it's video demo screen. of it, I was kind of like, damn, that looks kind of sweet. Yeah. So I, I, I have to say at this point, like my brand allegiance is due to convenience only. Yeah. It's not really due to like the it lasting longer or whatever. Yeah. Like I, I used to be so like, fuck everything but Apple. <laughs> like, boo. Yeah. But now it's just only it's basically due well, to convenience yeah and like in all creative fields they've just like crushed anyone else yeah so anyway so, we're saying so, okay. pink razor you're saying pink razor too yeah okay emma thank you very much for your question we appreciate you and i think about the fact that i couldn't pronounce your last name all the time <laughs> emma mcwiggin mcwiggin that is it yeah and i think literally i think at least once a week i think about that <laughs> anyway that's funny are you ready to tell me about Cadet Kelly? Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> why? Are, you, are you ready? Okay, so Cadet Kelly was released on March 8th, 2002, premiered with, it's a DCOM, so on TV. It premiered with 7.8 million viewers. And that also shows the power of Hilary Duff alone because, and also Christy Carlson Romano, but like more so... <laughs> Hillary. Yeah. So it was directed by Larry Shaw, who also directed episodes of Desperate Housewives, Lizzie McGuire, Smash, The Flash, and a, well, I took note, a singular episode of the original Gossip Girl series because that's very much. just the culture, you know? Yes, yes. Produced by Kevin Lafferty, who produced Run, The Umbrella Academy, and Wednesday. <laughs> Whatever that is. But he's he's like a Netflix producer nowadays. Mm -hmm. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, so I wrote, the as far as like Netflix things he's done more recently, run the Umbrella Academy and Wednesday, but I scrolled back and he also produced Twitches, Cowbells, Jump In, and Twitches too. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. this man has a storied past. He was stuck in the Canada productions. <laughs> so sad. The DCOM Canada productions. How do you know? Because all those movies are shot in Canada. Really? Twitches, cowbells, jump in. Yeah. Wow. Sorry, Kevin. <laughs> Not <laughs> yeah. that there's anything wrong with Canada. You can just tell. Like, remember when we covered those <laughs> movies? <laughs> yeah. You were like, tell me those streets don't scream Canada. Yeah, you yeah. can just tell. It's not New York, guys. Mm -hmm. 
Um, it was executive produced by Jerry Leader and Robert Shapiro, who also produced Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. Interesting, considering there are some parallels in this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I wrote mm-hmm. that down, yeah. Yeah. Um, written by Gail Parent and Michael Walsh. Um, Michael wrote American... I guess episodes of American Masters and Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. <laughs> just like the screenplay? Yeah. Wow. Uh, no, the musical. <laughs> Maybe he wrote the book. He Who wrote knows? the screenplay. <laughs> and Andrew Lloyd Webber does not write his own books. No. But he barely writes his own musicals. He's a visionary. We Did you know that? Yes, I knew that. Because I told you. I mean, I knew it, I think, before, but yes. Yes. Um, and then Gail wrote episodes of Golden Girls. And episodes of The Carol Burnett Show and The Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. Mm-hmm. And there are parallels. I love there that. There really are. The logline is, a fashion-conscious youngster is horrified when she is forced to move to military school. That's accurate. Yeah. Yeah. It's the beginning. It's yes, good. That one's not bad. Okay. And now we have an extended one here. This wouldn't be a log line. This would be like a synopsis, but who cares? At the behest of her new stepfather, Joe, a straight-laced ex-military man, hell-bent on teaching her discipline, easygoing (laughs) teenager Kelly Collins enrolls in the George Washington Military School. Kelly struggles to adjust to the demands of her new environment while facing the abuse of her commanding officer, Jennifer Stone. Kelly almost drops out until she falls for a hunky classmate (laughs) and decides to join the drill team. All right. That's pretty... Yeah, that's accurate. I'll give it to him. That sounds like someone who hasn't watched it recently tried to tell you what happens in it. It's like kind of right. Two taglines. First one is too cool for the rules. And the second one is they make Olive Drab totally fab. The cast. This is so modest, Audrey. I know, but... um, I looked at the, like, like, um, what's his name? Gary Cole. Gary mm-hmm. Cole is, I'll look him up. But other than that, it's like, yeah, there's not that many people to talk about. That's here. true. Of course, Hillary Duff plays Kelly, known for a Cinderella story, Raise Your Voice, The Perfect Man, and the Lizzie McGuire movie, as well as a lot of TV nowadays, in, like younger. And she's going to be in the How I Met Your Father show i believe yes i don't know anything about that me either um but guys like i think hillary is a good person Mm -hmm. but i don't think she's a good actress i agree (laughs) and so i question their choices like if you're not gonna cast her as herself basically i probably will i don't know i just we'll come back to this take because yeah i have thoughts as well um, Christy Carlson Romano, YouTuber. <laughs> oh my God, yes. Current YouTuber. Yes. Plays Jennifer. Um, she's known for Kim Possible, Even Stevens, and Deadly Daycare. Deadly Daycare. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. And then Andrea Lewis plays Carla, and she's definitely a Canadian actress. Uh-huh. Because she's in Degrassi, The Next Generation, um, Black Actress, and Conversating While Black. Those are like her her top um, works is the thing that makes her Canadian that she was in Degrassi. Degrassi yeah. <laughs> okay, got yeah. it. <laughs> when you see that, and there's a lot of 
kind of child or teen actors who were on Degrassi who ended up being in American shows. Like there mm-hmm. was somewhat of like a pipeline from being on Degrassi to American TV shows. Yes, that makes sense. Like Nina Dobrev. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. Drake. <laughs> Literally Drake. <laughs> Nina Dobrev, what is she in? Vampire Diaries. Yes. I didn't watch that show, but I that know name that. name is really familiar. Yeah. And then finally... Gary Cole, who plays the what's that weird name for what his position oh, is? Oh, it's like Commandant or commandant, something. Commandant, yeah. Yeah. Um, he's known for being and her stepdad. Funny. Sorry. In Talladega Nights oh. and Dodgeball and Office Space. He reminds me a lot of Charlie in Twilight. Yeah, that makes sense. They have a similar vibe. Yeah, that adds up. Yeah. Budget. Okay, so budget. We do not get the privilege of knowing what exactly the budget is because it's a decom. So we'll just give you a little fun fact instead. Primary filming for the school scenes was done at the Robert Land Academy, a military school in Canada. There were also some scenes that were taken in St. Andrews College, a private school, and Loretto Abbey Catholic Secondary School, also in Ontario, Canada. Hilary Duff was made an honorary cadet sergeant of the <laughs> school during the production. <laughs> I love that. Wow, love <laughs> so that for her. Funny. Love that for Hillary. She can add that to her resume under special skills at the very yeah. bottom when people just write random shit. I mean, she knows how to do gun choreo. Bro. Who else yes, can she does. say that? That is a unique qualification. She Ask Lindsay has. Lohan. She can't do it. She can't do it. <laughs> she has that over Lindsay Lohan. Okay, so now reviews. So critic score, again, this is a decom, so... There's not one, sadly, um, but I've got three opinions from reviewers. Uh, the first one is, Cadet Kelly isn't 21-gun salute material, but as a glossy kids' entertainment, it manages to put across a positive message and hit its target. Second one is, Wholesome Hillary Duff movie has simple, positive messages. And the third one is, Extraordinarily Predictable utterly routine (laughs) wow okay so not not great okay and now for audience scores the audience score for this movie on rotten tomatoes is 49 percent and um we have a couple quotes here from the audience it's an entertaining movie not at all girly it's like a girl's man movie there are numerous parts of this movie that bugged me though i was also disappointed we did not get any romance in this movie it was very disappointing. I also thought everyone was cruel on her, considering <laughs> cruel on her, considering she just joined. Do not watch if you want touching moments. <laughs> Red alert. Do not watch if you want touching moments. Okay, the next is really good. Also, the U is like the letter U, which is good too. Okay, next up we have, sometimes we just discover that we really like something by obligation, but anyway, we find it. that's what happened to kelly a nice movie that shows an interesting sport in military field i love how it just completely incoherent these are like who's logging on they're logging on to rotten tomatoes and just typing in like streams of consciousness i have no idea but i'm grateful that they did okay and then two more I love this film, but not a very good ending. And I hate the whole part about her dad and her saving him. Get real. <laughs> it's in all caps with a million exclamation points. Okay. And then last but not least, I think I've seen it. It was really good. 
but I don't remember much. Oops. <laughs> Thank God that they left that review. Yeah, like I'm like, were you just perusing movies, like all movies, and yeah. they're like leaving review <laughs> on every movie they think they've seen? Just like, to say that. Yeah. I think it was good. But I don't know. Submit. <laughs> okay, holy shit. So now for the gossip section. We've already covered 2002 celebrity news many times, or at least a few. Yes. So instead, I wrote a list of decoms that came out in the same year. And those are double teamed, true confessions, get a clue, gotta kick it up, a ring of endless light, and the scream Damn. team. <laughs> a, a ring of endless light. <laughs> and I, I looked it up. These... The ones that I said in that list, like True Confessions and A Ring of Endless Light and The Scream Team, the ones you don't really, that weren't as popular, mm -hmm. I looked them up and like pretty much all of them have recognizable Disney stars. That's interesting. Yeah. So I was like. They were incubating yeah, lots they were, of people. They were incubating and then they became like, um, Shia LaBeouf was in one of them. Like, you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It made, it made sense. It's also interesting to think that um, Get a Clue came out this year too because she still looks really little in that movie. Yeah. Oh, too. One of my things with Hilary Duff in general is that I feel like she looks like 17 in everything. Yeah. Like when, when she's in middle school in this movie, I was like, <laughs> that you do not look like a middle schooler to me. But she but probably was middle school age. So what we remember, and when is the last time we think we watched it? Not long ago at all for me. I think I had seen it pretty recently. Oh, really? And so, yeah, I remember. <laughs> I remember it. There wasn't really any gaps there. Mm -hmm. But to me, it's like kind of on the same line as sports movie in that yes. I don't care that much about the central... <laughs> Like the theme the content yes the content yeah like um i try though and it's like i it's kind of goes back to what i said about like new york minute when it was like we don't want to see mary kate and ashley um like running around <laughs> like trying to escape haggard. some man yeah, like, it's yeah, yeah. like we want to see the good stuff yes so why do you purposefully not give us the good yes. stuff yes okay Totally agreed. I think the fact that she's wearing a hot pink camo outfit on the poster. And never wears it in the movie. The biggest scam. The Huge biggest scam. scam. Like, and so obvious too, like they could have done that scene. It would have been really easy for her to just show up one day in the pink yes. version of it and be like, this is real. This is me. I'm exactly who I'm supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they'd be like, ugh. Yeah. It'd be very easy. It could be literally a, a 10 second Thing. Yes, or it could be at the very end. Yeah, maybe she gets some sort of honorary award. Yeah, like and... yeah, like Legally Blonde style. Yes. Oh my God. Yes, exactly like that. Yeah, we could have had it. Um. Okay. No. So she's butch. <laughs> <laughs> she's just like I am happily butch. Um, it's weird. She like okay. We'll okay, save we're it gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about it. Okay. So. For me, I think the last time I saw this movie was probably high school or earlier. Um, my main memory with Cadet Kelly is the DisneyChannel.com Cadet Kelly obstacle course game. Oh, yeah. You could pick the uniform color. Yes. And then you had to do the uh, obstacle course that she is like a big part of the movie. Yeah. And there's specific like sound bites from the movie yeah, that like would play in the game. from the yeah, movie. Yeah, where it's like, come on, maggot, let me see what you got. That yeah. part. 
go. Let me see what you got. Heard that thousands of times playing that game. Um, and it was hard. I don't think yeah. I ever really. No, I probably got to the end a little bit, but we should see if we can find like archival tape yeah. of that game. It yeah. definitely exists. It definitely does. I'll like put it on Instagram. The things I wrote down that I had remembered before watching it um, is that she never wears the pink, that this movie is kind of gay. At least I thought it was kind of gay I before mean, watching it again. In energy or like it's not literally. In like shippable. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or like, you know, subtext if you're desperate, that kind of thing. And we're talking extremely desperate. Yes. yes. Hillary Duff exudes no queerness. No, she's the, <laughs> she's the straightest person alive, yeah, I would say. Zero. She's very straight, yes. Um, And then lastly, I just wrote. I'm pretty sure Hillary Duff is bad at acting. Yeah. We're, and I texted Audrey earlier today and I was like, I'm going to piss off the Duff fans. But I don't even know who they are. Like, I don't know if anybody's going to bat for Hillary's acting. I don't think anyone, <laughs> I don't think anyone who like is self-respecting yeah. would do that. You can go to bat for her as a person, but you can't go to bat for her as an actress. And I'm not talking about her new work because I haven't seen it. Yes, I haven't seen it. It's just like, okay, no, we'll just talk about it in the second half because I, I don't want to shit on her the whole time. But like, no, like I love maybe we should get it Hillary out of our Duff. system now. Like, I, no, well, they, it's unavoidable. We, yeah. Well, we don't have to talk about her performance in the second half because like we know. Like, I am glad she exists. Yeah. I'm glad that she's someone that we grew up with. Metamorphosis Loved is an amazing CD. album. Uh, Just it's very one note. But some people really love that note, the, yeah. the acting-wise. Yeah. Yes. Okay. It's on Disney Plus, obviously. Yes. Go watch it. Go watch and it. And meet us back here. Do they use the song um, One Girl Revolution in this movie? At the beginning and the end. They do? Yes. Okay. Just, just, <laughs> I was going to sing it. <laughs> but then I just, all it, all it is is... I'm a one girl revolution. <laughs> what else is that in? Legally Blonde. Okay. Because it was really familiar. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. anyway. We'll be back. Bye. <laughs> Not bye. Be right back. Okay, everyone, we are back for the second half of this episode on Cadet Kelly, everyone's third favorite decom, I would guess. Maybe fifth. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's start with the good. The appreciate. Right, right, right. So I can appreciate the fact that this movie is full metal jacket for tween girls. <laughs> I like that you started with something <laughs> so not specific. <laughs> like, no, it is specific, but normally it's like, I like it when this one thing happens. But my things are also kind of conceptual. It's like, did the government pay for this? Literally, that's what I'm wondering too. <laughs> like, I'm confused why this exists. Like, what anyway, were the, yeah, yeah. We'll get into that. Um, I put, there's something fruity going on, which we know. But it's one-sided. I gotta say, like, again, Hillary does not exude. Hillary's like the oblivious straight girl. Yeah. 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 But there's, like, tension between them. But, like, she's not 
not really. There's more like tension at her. Not yeah, tension at her. her. Like it seems like um Jennifer is like repressed or something and she's like yes. mad. <laughs> yes. Like specifically specifically, if I may, the part when like Hillary like cuts her off when she's trying to go talk to the cute yeah, guy and like, then the way she stands there and like makes all those weird ass faces at her and like watches her walk like, away I don't believe you anyway like, like just, you didn't want to talk to they don't even seem to have a relationship at no, all they don't it's really not like that it's very like the boy is the fake conflict between yeah. them yeah which is a very gay thing yeah yeah that happens Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Same. Okay. (laughs) I was really letting loose in these comments. I said, I have never seen such a mask woman try to ask a man out in my life. Yep. I mean, are you appreciating that? I wrote it. I wrote it and appreciate. All right. All right. So I think yes. Um, the line "I believe in gun control." Wait, is that when did she it's say played that? Played as a joke, which is funny. Oh. She's like Hillary's walking with Andrea down like the sidewalk at the school or whatever, yes. and they she looks over at the people doing drill team in the field, mm-hmm. and she goes, "I believe in gun control," and she's like, "It's they're not actual guns, idiots! <laughs> like it's a drill team." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but still like, I mean, there's still a stand in for guns. Yeah. And when I was a kid, I there's didn't know guns. what gun control was. So I, I, I under- think we knew what gun control was because gun- school shootings were happening already. Not prior to, I wasn't like, Oh, truly. Aw- we had lockdown drills my whole life, Yeah, but I wasn't truly aware. Like I knew school shootings happened, but I wasn't aware of the fact that there were efforts to control the amount of guns in the population. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but like when, I do you, when do you think you realize that there was an effort? Like seventh grade? Something like that? I feel like that's some shit that they would make you arbitrarily debate in like history class in middle school. Yeah, but yeah. before that, and I definitely saw Cadet Kelly before that. Yeah, yeah. I like, I didn't know what gun control laws were. I just knew that there were guns and how dare you. in schools and I was doing lockdowns. Like yes. I didn't know why yes. really. Anyway, love a political statement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like the line, maybe there is a feminine side to military life. Bro, me too. <laughs> I was like. I was like, okay, well, why don't you show it? Yeah. Because uh-huh. I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get to that part now? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the mom, like Hillary's mom. Oh, I have things written down. She is in Waiting for Guffman and she's in Chris Columbus films. Mm-hmm. 
and I love her in the, yeah. in his films. <laughs> Hillary's reaction shots to the clapping choreography like in in the final competition there's this like clapping choreography part and the faces that she's making in her reaction shots are so wild yes i appreciate that and uh oh (laughs) i said christy's bruh energy is insane yeah agreed those are my things (laughs) she's grizzled for sure okay so under my appreciate, I have a general note also, which is I suppose that I appreciate that Cadet Kelly is written as if she's fucking Eloise. Every time she's like, I have to do this. I have to do it all myself. And like, I do this, this and oh. this. Like, it just reminds me of Eloise. Mm. But she doesn't actually do anything. No, but like, like her at least own, Eloise does things. Her monologuing is Eloise-esque to me. I don't like Kelly. But I did write down that at least she is plucky. She's a plucky. She doesn't she doesn't get broken down easily. You know what I'm saying? No. Like she gets over the trauma of being dumped into that shit really, really fast. fast. I mean, I'd be bitter Betty for years. Literally like we would I, I would, what would literally what? not do it. And that's where like can the confessions of a teenage drama queen parallels come in. Yes. Too. Yes. Because you see how they both were plucked from where they wanted to be, New York City, yeah. into New Jersey and then military school. Yeah, but military school is definitely way worse. Yeah, like you got to go to a high school, like as far as Lindsay goes, she got to go to a high school with like a bomb theater program. Yeah. Like, sorry, you're in like, New literally Jersey. Literally, you have a giant swinging head. Yeah. At the end of, like, everyone has a MacBook. You, like, you're, <laughs> yeah, raise your bars, children. Yeah. Like, your school in New York, in Manhattan, probably didn't have that shit unless you were going to LaGuardia or some shit. Right. But she wasn't. There were a couple lines that I thought were funny. I thought the line, uh, the khaki of it all was funny. I thought the line when Kelly's doing the obstacle course and Christy's yelling at her and she's like, did you break a nail? I don't care. <laughs> like that was like one of the only funny parts of that. Also, I thought the scene where her stepdad is like, trying to like discipline her or whatever. And he's like, my father was really strict on me. And she's like, and your child's psyche is still working through that. And I get it. (laughs) I was like, okay, that's actually really funny. Um, That was like the most clever part of the whole thing. Just the moment of Hilary Duff doing the awkward choreography when she's trying to like show the guy that she could like contribute. I was just like, I gotta go. (laughs) It's bad. I wrote it under appreciate, but I really shouldn't have. And then also... It's not a Disney Channel original movie unless you're talking about regionals. Yeah. Regionals are always some shit what? that comes up. So what else does it come up in? Like, I just jump think of in. A, yeah, jump in. Anything with like a sports mean scenario. Yeah, I think regionals I think, happen with mathletes. Yeah, yeah. It's just a thing. Okay, let's move on. So, worse. This movie does suffer from the clumsy girl trope. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, she's why is she just stumbling around? She's also clumsy in every movie. She, yeah, <laughs> like, like uh, even clumsy people don't don't deserve this bad of a, a mm-hmm. rap. <laughs> like, Agreed. I said, why are all why are all our movies about divorced parents this season? <laughs> um, as in us and and new parental figures. Yes. It's been it's been yeah. Or ev- single parents. Yeah, or single parents. Every movie. Some, wait. Every movie yeah. so far. Yeah. 
has had a parental issue. <laughs> it's a thing. I don't it's know. It's just strange. Yeah. I feel like the content Cadet Kelly is far too niche for the audience it was shown to. Agreed. Like we, none of us knew, unless you were like a military child or, you know, your father was in the military or something, you're, we have absolutely no context. As far as I knew, military school could have been made up. I feel like it comes up in shows all the time, though. It's like they're always being yeah, threatened. Yeah, they threaten it. But like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know anyone who went. Like, is it yeah. real? Like, It is real. I, I know it's real now, <laughs> but I didn't know. You don't know anyone who like went to West Point? I do. I, I thought it was kind of an issue that Kelly gets over being at the school so quickly. Yeah, um, I agree. Uh, You know what? Mm, sorry. Wh- what? I kind of felt like this movie felt like three episodes of a TV show in a row. Yeah. Lots of little like self-contained things. Mm -hmm. And the first one was her getting used to it. So on and so forth. Yeah. Yeah. Like she just gets over it too fast for a movie though. I agree. Strange. I agree. Why do we see so much of the competition near the end? Because it's like, we don't, we don't understand what makes gun choreo good or bad. Right. So why are we seeing like 10 minutes of the competition? It's because they're getting paid off by the U.S. military. Well, that was my final Mm -hmm. idea about it. I don't like that she's learning gun choreo so a boy will like her. (laughs) Yeah. But then it becomes like not about the boy. The boy is like, of course, just the classic barely relevant. Yeah, barely. Same with Confessions and so many other movies. But like that just leads me to... The ending who that gets completely thrown off of everything that you thought the ending of this movie would be saving her father. It becomes just like a movie about her dad's. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it just completely derails. It does. Like, what would we like? What would you say the final climax should have been? Like, had this whole fork, had this whole monkey wrench not been thrown into it. I feel like it should have been that maybe Christy Carlson Romano gets, like, injured. Yeah. And she has to, like, overcompensate and, like, save her. Or It has to be between them. Yeah. They hold them. I mean, obviously, her and the stepdad hold tension, but not as much, I would say, as Mm -hmm. her and Jennifer. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, what is the reason that they end up being cool in the end? Because, oh, because they're pair, they're a duo. Yeah. And they like respect each other's game or <laughs> game something. Game recognizes game, like, as I, they say. I don't get yeah, it. I don't know. I think it's also that like they, they would have flopped even harder if it wasn't for Kelly being there. So yeah. she's like, at least we did better than we normally would. Uh, right well the the stepdad says like we haven't won he's like they hadn't won since he was in the group or i think whatever. he might have even said that third place was the highest yeah. they ever got and then they get second place yeah so. which is like guys i think you could have done first place probably in this movie like, literally it wouldn't have changed I anything think you can do first place. i agree even though i feel like it's actually not that pro-military no not not like I was I was anticipating the whole time that there would be a moment where she would be like I respect our military they guard and protect us and you know what 
that's cool too or like something like that but it never goes in that direction she just makes the fucking huge leap of logic where she's like dancing and uh fucking drill team are the same like it's oh all yeah art and yeah expression. yeah it's all i art. was like stop like, i don't know that that's true obviously there's craft and there's like discipline there's skill is there craft i don't know that there's craft there's tradition and there's discipline yeah. in both and there's like repetition and practice and stuff yeah but it's not like an art in the same way that dance is no. an art no no like who no okay the other things i had under worse the new york city b-roll seemed from seemed like it was really old that just was Probably. funny to me i hated the running joke of them squealing back and forth at each other oh yeah i actually wrote down that it felt misogynistic to me i felt like they were making fun of them by making them do that and i was just like well also you can tell like it was originally scripted as ah ah but then because they did so many takes of it they are able to in post add on those yeah. those extra ones i don't i feel like it wasn't originally scripted i thought the same thing mm-hmm. after i watched it it was scripted as an uh uh and then they ended up piling on to yeah it. it felt weird to me and they kept yeah. doing it over and over again and i was like are you trying to make them look stupid like i don't really get the point it's just like a teen angst thing yeah hated the muddy dress fiasco that made no sense either the whole rolling down the hill thing it bursting into the, it's just far too cartoony That's like it's like say. way too much it's like a cartoon she could have made the decision to enter looking like that i don't know why she would but like sh- sure i mean she's a quirky girl yeah she could have done she it she could have been like i'm you know it could have been that like the dance was almost over yeah and she didn't have time yeah something like that but no. And then last but not least, why is she squealing so much when her dad comes back for that dinner? She's like hugging him and stuff. And she literally makes like <laughs> for like a really long time. And I'm like, I don't know why. Choices. Okay. Well, also the dance does not look fun. That's just one thing. No. Dance does not look fun. They all look 30. <laughs> they really do. I'm wondering if they're actual military school students. They could be. I feel like they might be. What is the deal with the mom being like de-radicalized and like choosing this housewifery pregnancy? Yeah, I like, don't know. I just I just literally chose to not even think about it that much because I just couldn't make sense of it. I'm like, I just don't know. I mean, I guess she had had enough of the city life. I don't know. She like pulled Alana. Yeah. Like moving to wherever Oklahoma. Oklahoma it felt very like that <laughs> yeah I was like I want to know what spurred all of this you're literally marrying an ex-military guy and like she's like yeah um so I'm gonna start cooking and yeah. being a uh I mean homemaker feminist feminism is about choice so <laughs> I respect her choice I just want to know what happened also how did she meet him I forget. I want more backstory. Yeah. Oh, no, they met, they met at a wedding. They met oh, at someone right. else's yeah, wedding. Yeah, that's what it was. That seems plausible. That is plausible. Okay, when they do the ribbon dance at the end, is that music diegetic or non-diegetic? The One Girl Revolution music. It's, it's non-diegetic. Realistically. But the way that they sound design it, it makes it sound like they want it to be diegetic i don't remember actually i i don't remember that part i clearly i blacked out yes okay what was with the way that dream boy or you know whatever was speaking to kelly like the, some of the lines to me i was, was like, like that's an order he goes 
give me some spit. Oh my God, I wrote that <laughs> and down he too. he goes, do it again and that's in order. <laughs> Whoa. What's going on? I also wrote that down. I was like, mm, I don't know. You like, seem like you're 18 and she seems like she's 14. Yeah, <laughs> like saying. there's something suspicious going on. Also the way that he like made Christy Carlson Romano reveal her messed up hair in the courtroom. Yeah, I'm like... I was like, oh, you're a dick. You suck. I kind of wish there had been a scene where they like, where like you saw other cadets or whatever talking about how much she sucked, even more than just in the beginning. Like, because I kind of felt bad for her. She kind yeah. of didn't have a lot of character. No, not at all. Super one note. Yeah. Um, And we you know what we should discuss in yes. more detail. This isn't technically dated or problematic, but just the entire, because we haven't talked about it, the entire storyline of Andrea and the, the, what's her name? Carla. And, um, oh, being yeah. the replaced friend. Yes. Like when, once Kelly's best friend from her old school comes back, like Carla feels replaced and like, she's not important. I was like, this is a good storyline to put in a kid's movie. Yeah, I agree. Because that is far more relevant to most kids than you know, some boy or like competing for a boy. Yeah. Like that is way more real. Yeah. And I liked that that was in there and that they also addressed it verbally. I also thought the way that it got tied up was a little bit fast though. It, yeah, sure. But yeah. also it didn't really seem like, like Carla accepted the apology in an appropriate manner. Like she, she wasn't like, yeah, I'm so yeah. happy. She was just like, okay. Yeah. Like, she was cool. like, fine. Yeah. And I thought that was good. I liked and that too. that they, kids would even be able to verbally express like what kids, what like middle school, high school age kids are like verbally confronting each other. Like, like that's not I happening. feel this way because of this. And then the other person's like, I'm sorry, you feel that way because of this. I'll try to do this. Like, yeah. it's not a, it's a good modeling. Yes. Positive modeling. Example. For sure. But I didn't really find generally too many like issues with Carla. No, she was, I mean, the only thing is that she's like, well. Is she tokenized? I feel like maybe a little bit because she was like, this place is heaven compared to where I came right. from. I was kind of like, mm. but, but like that could be true. I mean. Yeah, it could be true. But it's just that she, and she's not the only black she's girl the only in the school. black speaking character. But she though. is the only black speaking character. Or like named character. Yeah. Um, I also felt that way a little bit with the girl who like covers for um, Christy Carlson Romano when oh, yeah. Kelly's doing the obstacle course yeah. for like the third time. Wait, but you're in military school in the U.S. Yeah. How did you get here? Like, what are the circumstances of this situation? Can you even serve if you're not an American? I have no idea. We don't know anything about military. I don't know anything about military school. Uh, maybe military. anybody can go to military school. I think that anybody or can go was, to military school. Yeah. I mean, anyone can or also, she very well could be an American citizen who's like parent, like she could be a citizen having been born in another country. Like that's possible. Yeah, that's true. Or her parents could have, like she could be first generation, something like that. There was just something about her, Kelly being in the mud and the slop yeah. and her being like, this reminds me of my home country. <laughs> I was like... Okay, <laughs> sure. I thought that was weird. But I actually thought that actress was really cute. Yeah. Like, she did a good job. This is the story of a family's radicalization. It's they're being plucked from the radicalization 
Rad- well, I guess radicalization <laughs> towards military shit. Yeah. I won't be expanding upon that. I thought it was really funny when the mom was like, so I'm having a baby. And she's like, oh, my God. And she's like, I'll still love you. <laughs> like, immediately, I was like, damn. Like, okay, no one asked. <laughs> she wasn't questioning. She, was, she probably assumed her own mother would still love her, but like, okay. Oh, you know what part I hate? What? I don't know. I've been oh, told. I hated that part, too. Jennifer's hair is painted gold. Also, it's not painted gold. There <laughs> it was, was like no rainbow. Gold. Yeah, but I don't even think there's yellow in it. No, I think there is a gold strip. I'm pretty sure there is. You know what that reminded me of? Do you remember that thing from Monsters, Inc.? Yeah. Yes. I don't know what has been said. I like scaring kids in bed. <laughs> but I don't know what it's been said. I love scaring kids in bed. <laughs> I was thinking about that when I heard that. I want to know if that's from... Uh, is that from the movie or from bonus features? It's from the movie. It's in the montage. Like the I just thing. rewatched Monsters, Inc. So yeah. it's fresh in my mind. Yeah, it's in the training montage at the beginning. Yeah. We've reached the end of our notes here. Is it good? <laughs> now, <laughs> it's, it's better than... You know what? I don't... It's better than Thumbelina. <laughs> It's definitely better than Thumbelina, mostly. But is, is it more entertaining than Thumbelina? No. Uh, no, probably not. I don't think. I so. think there's some what it, whatever the the reviewer said, it, like routinely boring or yes, something. Yes. Positive messages, though, like the government got what they wanted. I guess. Like, who came up with this idea? I just am confused, but it was fine. It was all right. Um, it's like a solid six out of ten. Maybe yeah, even a five, five out of ten. I think it's like a five out of ten. Just it's just you could have all these elements and like rearrange them. If honestly, if they were even just doing something else, like it could have been boarding school or something. I don't know. Finishing school. Yeah. Send her off to be a lady. That could have had some like weird half baked feminist statements in it. Yeah. Just like what do we do with Miss Duff? They were really just throwing her around. They were throwing she her around. She was doing their bidding. She did her best, though. Yeah, I mean, I, if I was a child actor given that shit, I'd be like, um, can I opt out of this? And they'd be like, no. And I'd be like, okay. Does, does anyone love this movie? Was this anyone's favorite? Like, I just can't imagine it being no, anyone's favorite. Probably not. She doesn't but even have a song in it. If it was, let us know. Like if you, you may be entitled to financial can write an essay defending Cadet Kelly. Like, please do. Please go there. Do you think that this movie inspired anyone to want to go to board or to military school? Uh, yes. I mean, literally millions of people have seen it. So, yes. Like, it's got to be at least. It's somebody's five. truth. Insane. <laughs> Hillary Duff should have to pay them. Yeah. Or Disney. <laughs> somebody's got to pay up. It's a troubling idea. Oh, man. Okay. That's what I have to say. You have anything else to say? Nope. All right. We did it. We did it. Please let us know if it was your fave. Don't kill us because we don't think <laughs> Hilary Duff is a good actress, but we like her as a person yep. and as a cultural presence. And that when she did that choreography for that one song, you know what I'm talking about? That really bad choreography that went viral. Yes. Um, She did that. Yeah. And she recently posted a TikTok where she did the choreo again. Like, yes. She's funny. Yes. I like that. Yes. And she did those anti homophobia. Yeah. Ads. Like, she's 
When you say that's so gay. Do you realize what you say? Yeah. Love that. Grow up. (laughs) You stupid bitch. Okay. I believe that's all we have to say for this uh, stupendous film. Again, if you would like to get yourself some sleepover cinema merchandise, go to www.tubingpictures.com slash shop. Plenty where that came from. Yes. I will write you a note. Literally, I am the shipping person. And I will write you a note. Fulfillment center. We will see you next week. Thank you for joining us. So long. Goodbye. Sleepover Cinema is a production of Evergreen Podcasts, produced, edited, and engineered by us, Hannah and Audrey Leach. Sleepover Cinema is mixed by Sean Rule Hoffman with theme music by Josh Perlman Hall. Executive producer of this show is Michael D'Aloya. You can find more from us at evergreenpodcast.com slash sleepover dash cinema and keep up with our latest creative projects at tupingpictures.com. We're on Instagram and Twitter at tupingpictures and would love to hear from you there. And if you love Sleepover Cinema, if it's become a staple of your weekly routine, or if it's a new show you've been listening to, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or share an episode with a few friends, maybe even both. We'll chat again soon. Bye. Bye. (laughs)